Sarah, can you explain something to me? Oh, I'll try. Okay, so I follow somebody on Instagram, and mm-hmm. it's one of those I post all my D, my my messages from Tinder and Cupid and whatnot, and oh my god, aren't guys just ridiculous? Great accounts, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's mostly just th- this woman just seems incredibly bored and incredibly isolated, and it's like she's on Instagram all day. And recently, she started to charge a dollar. She created a Patreon for her Instagram page and now has people paying her a dollar to get sort of like the inside scoop on certain message exchanges. No, get out of here. Yes. <laughs> and people are paying it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> All right. You know, like last night she posted something about... Oh, I was, she was catfish, but she, she knew what was going on all the whole time. She sure. just wanted to see how long he was going to, he was going to keep it up. How long I did he keep it up? Six months. Okay. So that's not a joke anymore. That's a that's relationship. Not a, yeah. That's not a joke. <laughs> and that's somebody who like, don't please stop acting like you're doing something for science or you're doing something to help women like you're doing you're going out into doing field research please just admit you got suckered or you kind of knew they were probably fake but you stuck it out in the hopes that they weren't i think this is something else what do you think it is i think this is something else i think well the catfishing for six months thing is weird man i don't i don't know um but i think I think the phenomena that you're speaking to is the influencer, right? It just everyone wants to monetize right. their personalities. We just want to be paid for yeah. being us. That's that's what you're talking about, right? Because the person who spends that much time cultivating a collection of the terrible mm-hmm. things that men are saying to her online is probably missing a lot of genuine opportunities. With yes. Yes, I would agree with that. So she's not interested in dating. She's interested in having a presence and getting paid right. for it. Right. And that's really all these these Instagram pages are. You know, there's yeah. posting absolutely disgusting messages from men making sexual requests so that you can write, you know, humorous and I'm finger quoting there, humorous little captions. I am not okay with let's let's monetize online harassment. Sure. <laughs> I would I too would prefer that we did not do that. I think that's a swell idea. I, pr- I would prefer we we not do that. And you cannot talk about, oh my God, and it's harassing and it's so gross. Here, I'm gonna post them right. every day. And you know, follow me and like you're using this to Yeah. To build a following, so stop acting like it offends you because you yeah. need it. Now, I will say that I enjoy anthologies <laughs> of these sorts of things, right? Um, like, I think I, I think I sent you one one time, actually, on Instagram, because I believe it was Bodie Burnout, um, who's an illustrator. She was asking... Yes, and I follow um, her. What's what's the grossest or weirdest thing that a man has said to you online? She asked all of her followers that. And then she compiled a list. But that's from, like, 
10,000 people, right? So I I just, I don't believe that any one person is getting that many responses that extreme without baiting someone, right? Without prompting them. Yeah, there's them. something, you're, right. some kind of energy you're putting out there. <laughs> yeah. I, is is you know, leading the, to this go ahead. phenomena, right? Not only that, Half of these messages, dude, they're bots sure. or they're catfish or they're scammers. I don't understand. And they're replying to these people. It's like, why are you engaging yeah. these idiots? And they don't realize you're actually showing your own ass here that you don't know that this guy's fake. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we've already we've, we've already discovered the answer, right? It's just it's somebody trying to monetize nothing <laughs> everybody <laughs> wants to be caroline nobody wants to be the natalie <laughs> call back <laughs> call back caroline calloway uh -huh. natalie beach from the cut article oh, well but good. but truly caroline calloway is a is a really good example of a person who has she has monetized herself she, there yes. is no product <laughs> She is the product. <laughs> she is the product. Sure, you can you can buy a collage from her, right? And uh, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, there's a book coming out in like six days. Wait, a minute, really? Oh yeah, it's called Scammer. Uh, I know that because I follow her. <laughs> Do you? I don't follow her. Um, she's very funny on Twitter. But see, that's why that works for Cal Caroline Calloway. Like, I'm funny on Twitter. About once a month. <laughs> you like to monetize yourself and be an influencer, you have to be on all the time, which most people just can't be either because they're not capable or because, you know, life intervenes, right? Like, right. I can't quip every hour when I'm at my job, you know? Right. And I follow these coaches. Yeah. I follow coaches and they're on Instagram constantly. Right. And I just want to go. Oh, yeah, because that's yeah. They want that to be their job, right? But so. they and they but they're coaches. And I just want to go. Hi, question. You're on here all day. Yeah. <laughs> when do you work? Where are your coaches? Right. And they, oh, and I was talking with my client. When? Where? Show me. Show me. Show me. <laughs> I want to know where all these clients are. Yeah. And by clients, I'm sure it's like people that are DMing them. Right. Yeah. And I showed I showed you the <laughs> I showed you the page um <laughs> of that woman on Instagram that used to be the dating coach and now she's like one of those woo woo Oh yeah. Yeah. And she's one of those like her name she, she has changed her name to Star and she's Yeah. You know, one with the universe and she's like I'm, I don't know what what was she doing? She was just singing nonsense words <laughs> well yeah i mean she was speaking in tongues basically she was speaking in tongues and i'm mm -hmm. thinking who is paying this woman right who who is asking for this and who's who's paying her bills don't, well don't she's married and her husband's okay. a coach too okay and i'm just like i don't get it i don't get it I, why did i why did i spend a year training why did i spend all this money when I've got this dating coach here who's, she's basically, she's just, a, you know, she was an act, she tried to be an actress and that didn't work out. And right. she's gone from 
New York City to Boston to Colorado, and now and she's living with a, a friend now. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm not. I'm noticing a trajectory here, and it's not a good one. And so, how successful could she be? Right. But she, but she sits on Instagram, and you've seen her this one too, where she's very conventionally attractive. Okay. I don't. And, I don't. I can't picture her. But go on. Uh, and. She, I'm trying to, uh, I'm going to uh, try and send not you a name little... her. <laughs> no, I, it's like, oh. because I, I really don't want to be a dick and I'm really not, if I thought she was doing anything wrong, like stealing money, like Miles Scott, and we'll get to that son of a bitch in a Ooh, second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I thought she was doing that, that would be one thing, but I don't because she seems, she seems like a genuinely like nice person. Yeah. And, um, but just kind of very Jennifer Lawrence-esque in that she's like, I'm just so goofy. Oh, yeah. You know? My brand is authenticity. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And she seems like a lovely person, which is why I'm in the same thing with the other one. I mean, the, the other, uh, in, the, the woo-woo person, her name's Lori Davis. Mm-hmm. No, or her Lori name Davis. is Starfire. Starfire. <laughs> in any case... And again, like, I don't think th- these women, they're not, st- I don't think they're stealing. Yeah. I do think that people are paying them money, but I'm like, but for what? Well, I, I posit that perhaps you are wrong. I don't know if you follow any other influencers <laughs> in any other realms. Um, so um, this, this might not be the case. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I have noticed <laughs> that if if one were to say uh, strive to be like a fashion influencer, you have to start out already rich. Mm. Yeah. So maybe no one is paying them, and maybe that is what is giving them the time to spend on Instagram, right? Because maybe maybe they don't have to work. They're just doing this because this is what they want to be their job, but it's yes, it's not really yeah. paying the bills, I, I, right? I agree, and I've sort of always said that I've felt that dating coaches, for the most part, if they weren't, if they don't have credentials, if they're not certified in some way, they're ba- they're just kids who live off their parents. Well, right, and they're they're just people whose advice you could choose to take or not. <laughs> right, right. It just yeah. frustrates me when I because I do sort of feel like am I have I just aged out does nobody want to take help from a 50 year old single woman like do they no, just I don't I I mean I don't think that's it I think it's that people aren't I think the market is oversaturated right people mm-hmm. don't necessarily know a real from a fake mm-hmm. right they can't necessarily tell someone credentialed from someone who seems legit mm-hmm. um it's hard to do that research, right? Especially if, like I said, you're a person with any kind of life off of the internet. Um, so I, I don't think anyone's paying them. I think it's just an oversaturated market with few clients to go around and everybody's fighting over the scraps. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just know that it, it depresses me. It just depresses me. It's just, well, yeah. It's so it much is work. depressing. <laughs> I it mean, is depressing. It, you, that's true of most 
things at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say jobs and a statement about late stage capitalism, but actually um, we just are inhabiting the darkest timeline at the moment. Yeah. (laughs) So really everything is kind of depressing. Um, But no, in, in, in truth, um, every, every field is like this. Everybody is qualified or appears so right everything is oversaturated everybody's trying to get paid um for bullshit jobs right or for just monetizing themselves and i mean honestly i think that bubble is kind of burst yeah can we talk about miles with a y miles scott for a second yeah okay now (laughs) explain to me how and this is what i mean I absolutely believe 100% that this guy has clients. I absolutely believe 100% that there are women crawling all over this guy to work yeah. with him and to be in his orbit. I think he has clients too. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he's a man and a lot of the people who would pay for dating advice are probably women. Right. So. Right. So to explain i posted on our instagram page a a screenshot of some questionnaire he has women filling out to sort of to apply to one of his stupid boot camp master class woo woo fucking whatever workshops miles con (laughs) miles miles con and one of the questions is what trauma have you experience that has led you to this place where you want help sure i will definitely tell miles that yeah um why do you want to work with me anything but a therapist and finally uh what's your financial situation like yeah i just want to note how many options there are for that by the way i thought that was fascinating i'd like to read through them if that's okay with you Please, Sarah, um, please. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll go from the bottom up, okay? My finances are hanging by a thread, and I have no way to get access to any financial resources. Okay. In which case, I assume Miles refers you to a payday loan <laughs> facility, maybe. Uh, <laughs> my finances are causing me lots of stress, and I doubt my ability to get creative and find ways to financially invest in myself. Okay. My finances are there, but I'm spending way too much on luxuries and not enough on my personal development. Okay. My finances are doing well. I have regular cash flow coming in, and I have access to financial resources to invest in myself today. And finally, my finances are flying high, and I have abundant financial resources to invest in myself today. I just love whoop, the, whoop, whoop. I love the timeshare stench on this today yeah yeah <laughs> let's spend ladies, the money uh, now let's be really clear what's going on here <laughs> okay can you hear that yep i hear it okay <laughs> we all know what this little siren means right you endanger girl you molly <laughs> molly you endanger girl and it is what really gets me is he has women advocating for him. I don't know who would fill out that information, honestly. Uh, I do. Are you seriously? Um. Yeah. I guess I only know smart people. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that 
he targets i mean isn't this how every story like isn't this this is basically how that story of of that that yogi oh isn't that how that started like yeah where they where they bring in it's like the startings of a cult for sure well yeah i mean this this again is yeah it's it's right out of dianetics (laughs) yeah and we really need yeah allegedly and we really need to start talking about the men we let into the fold you know the men because there's another guy on twitter that i follow um he he does a podcast called the man whore podcast great right love that fantastic (laughs) love that for him and very woke very body positive uh but everything he does is very uh his brand is how do i how do i prove to women just how like woke i am and how feminist i am and Mm -hmm. women buy it you know he does these shows where he brings on his ex-girlfriends to talk about him oh my god and this will go how do you not see how do you not see this like how do you not see that this guy has a bottomless need for validation and attention from women. That's a good question. <laughs> and it's the same question I have for Miles with a Y. Yeah. This guy isn't certified. No. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This guy has no business trying to get women to reveal their trauma. Why? So we can use it against them? Yeah, I think so. That's that's the beginnings of a cult. And you know It's either so he can use it against them or so he doesn't really have to listen and, and do any work, right? Cause he's he's basically asking them to to diagnose themselves, essentially. Yeah, he's a fucking law and order special victims unit episode waiting to happen. <laughs> okay. And I'm pretty sure I've seen this episode. Oh yeah. With the dude who used to date Charlize Theron. Hmm. What's his name? Uh, oh, Rufus I don't know. Something. I don't know this episode. I remember it. Yeah, he's like just one of those cult leaders and he gives yeah. the woman um, wasaki or some something and you know she it's it's sort of like a date rape drug. Mm. Although it's it's not a date rape drug but it has similar effects. Yeah. And he has sex with her. She does remember consenting and you know it's this whole case. This guy Miles Scott like screams screams cult leader to me. For sure. And I mean, like I said, I I simultaneously believe that he has clients, but also I, I don't know who would give this information to a stranger <laughs> who would reveal their trauma and their bank account to a stranger named Miles with a Y. <laughs> I liked your comment. It's like, Miles with a Y, W-H-Y. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So please, like, be on the lookout for men who are trying to prove to you how woke they are. And also, to white people, we need to stop using the word woke. Um, but you know what I mean? Where he's trying to prove what an ally he is, I think, is a better way to phrase that. Yeah. I'm sorry, they're suspect. They just are. Yeah. And I mean, real allies probably um, don't have to tell you that they are. They just are, and they do things that make you know that they are. Just like stable geniuses. They don't really have to tell you that they are. Right. <laughs> just, like, stop. Stop giving these men entry into, you know, the women's bathroom, so to speak. Like, stop letting these guys in so easily. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's it really it it all comes down to internalized misogyny, right? Because the reason that Miles doesn't have to work as hard to get credibility is because he has a penis. Right. So right. that's it. <laughs> yeah. And they think, well, he's a man and he's a good looking man. He must be an he expert. He must know. He must be an expert. And I want to get a guy like him. I don't want to hire a woman who studied this and yeah. ha- is certified or might actually know what she's talking about. Right. Because... It's reasonable for me to get a guy's perspective because he could speak for all men. Right. <laughs> right. Because men are a monolith. Yeah. Just, <sighs> all right, whatever. Fuck this. And you know what? I'm like, I'm tired. I'm tired of being nice about it. And I'm tired of not speaking up. I feel like, okay, why don't bring the drama onto you? Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> well, maybe maybe this is your new Instagram brand. Maybe you're the uh, the whistleblower. <laughs> but I have, and, and this is the thing, I you know, writing about these pieces, like the the medium pieces, and I've always done this. I've written about stuff from Exo Jane and the Frisky, and written about you know Mandy Statmiller and what a fucking train wreck she is. Have you been following Mandy Statmiller from Exo Jane? I have not. And the New York Post. What's, yeah, she, what's she up to? <laughs> uh, she's claiming that she's been. Um, shut out by the mainstream media because her husband's married her husband's a trump supporter didn't they get divorced i don't know what the story is there but i think it's more like mandy you no longer have any influence so nobody gives a shit about you so why don't you go back to writing about tampons in your vagina for three months Mm. and like because that's the content i'm here for that's the content i'm here (laughs) for um but in any case i was always calling this shit out and it and it and I was always being told by women how mean I was yeah. for doing it. Yeah. I was mean. Yes. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> you remember this. <laughs> oh, you're so mean. You're such a bully. Yeah. I'm not a bully. I just don't agree with you. Yeah. And I, I, I just feel my, I feel that old me kind of coming up. And wanting to go, oh my God, will you stop engaging these idiots? What are you doing? You're clearly prompting these people in your profile. Like, why Like, why do you need so much attention, you thirst trap? Well, I mean, it is unfortunately true that and like any attention for them, they'll take, right? Right. And it is unfortunately true that pointing out what they're doing... Is considered anti-feminist. Well, it it drives traffic to them, too. Right. And you know what? Here's the thing. I don't really care. You know what? I don't care if you get traffic. I don't care. Like, if somebody wants... I'm not out to try and prevent you from getting business, with the exception of Miles with a Y, because I (laughs) truly believe he's dangerous. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Fuck that guy. I I don't care. You know what? Go pay them. Good. God bless you. I don't care. Um, I just... I feel like nobody wants to hear that anymore. Like that they really just want to, they just want to continue. They just, they don't want the, the voice of, of reason anymore. Hmm. That's interesting. Cause I'm having kind of the opposite experience. How so? Um, well, so I'm, I'm not really an online shit kicker or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but just, just in daily conversation, I feel like I'm having too many interactions concerning people who are quote unquote problematic. And I, I'm 
sort of getting exhausted by it. Not because it's mean. <laughs> because, of course, it's not mean. Um, oh, I mean, I do say, I do think, like, you know, you can have mean intentions behind it, certainly, right? Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. it's definitely not mean to to call someone out when they're wrong or to point out that something is problematic. But it's just, I feel like we're just getting so overzealous with it that we're, we're kind of cannibalizing ourselves a little bit here. No, overzealous. You're talking about like cancel culture. I am. And, and on the whole, I still think it's a good thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's, it does more good than harm, I guess. Well, okay, so this sort of too overzealous about it. This transitions into the next topic because we're talking about an uh, an article in The Guardian called, Sarah? Fighting the Tyranny of Niceness. Why We Need Difficult Women. Okay. Now, you brought up to me last week um, the Eugene Carroll thing. You did? she was being she was let go from l mm-hmm. let out of her contract early yep and she came out and said oh it's because of trump she did not she never said that she said wait, wait a minute go ahead go finish she's, because she's what she wrong. said was um l let me go it's nothing you know nothing against them uh i don't think it has anything to do I'm trying to find her tweets. Sorry. Basically, basically she just said, L let me go. It's nothing against them. No hard feelings. But let me let me try to find her. On Twitter. I will say that I, I do believe she she does attribute this to her accusations against Trump. Well, and... I it's at least fair to say that everyone else did, given the timing. And yeah, and I'm I mean, as of last week, <laughs> um, because some some things have transpired since we had this conversation. Right. Right. And namely that we the New York Times didn't did an, did a sort of a profile on this right. parting of the ways. Yes. And the the behind the scenes voices over at at um, uh, was it Hearst and Elle yeah. magazine was that were saying she was let go because she was saved in the first round a couple of years ago when they were trying to, when they were doing budget cuts because she gets paid one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year, right? Uh, to write for twelve a, a column a month, yeah, that's for twelve columns, so ten thousand, pretty nice. What are you paying, medium? <laughs> Your move. <laughs> <laughs> in any case. I can't find so the she, I can't find the tweet. By the way, I, th- yeah. I don't know if it's so, on or whatever. But she was she was uh, kept the first time around. Yeah, and then right before her book came out, she was celebrating with people from L, and she told them that she gave the story of she you know the, she sold the excerpt of her book where she makes the allegations against Trump raping her. Mm-hmm. She tells them that she gave it to New York Magazine. Yeah. And they were like, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. We have to get that record scratch. <laughs> you really do. They were like, wait a minute, what? And so, you know, here they are again, I think at a time of cutting, like cutting um, salaries. Right. And this time around, they felt less loyal to her. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. now now that we have this information, the optics right. have certainly changed. Mm-hmm. Initially, though, I I was, uh, I thought it was pretty, the timing was pretty big coincidence to me and to right. a lot of people. Right. And, and this, the connection to this niceness article is when women speak up, when we speak up, when we speak out, when we say, when we call shit out, we are immediately labeled difficult, bullies, not nice, you know, oh, she's obsessed with me, whatever, Regina George. You know, we're, we're always put in a box where we are unhinged, unstable, uh, unhappy, unpleasant. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't agree with that, Yeah, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I, I don't either. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's, there's a, there's a Taylor Swift brand of feminism where you just, you just stand by your woman no matter what. And I don't think that's the answer, but I, Mm -hmm. I also think that the call out culture has gotten to the point where it's not always productive anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And you're talking. Are very eager to to hunt down people who just aren't aren't even the worst people like why aren't we going for the worst people first yeah and the example you gave when we first about, talked about this is amy klaubacher klaubacher i think yeah klobuchar yeah. jezebel Ugh. is sort like seeking out stories from people who used to work for her because you know ooh stories someone they're actually came up. they're soliciting information from anyone because they're soliciting information they got their initial story about oh she's a mean lady she's a bad boss and by the way her campaign has never recovered <laughs> since Jezebel ran that story and i mean obviously i don't need to point out the hip- the hypocrisy of like all we know about the men running <laughs> They're yeah. still in the running. Yep. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Amy is barely hanging on. This isn't even about Amy. Like, I'm not... Amy's not for me. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I do think that her treatment has been unfair. And I and it disappoints me to see Jezebel at this point. Like, she's already down. Her, yeah. her campaign's already over. Like, why are we going after this woman to this degree she's not she's not a threat to anyone (laughs) she's not the worst like it's like we stopped going after the harvey weinsteins and the louis ck's and now we're just like any lady who's ever misspoken you're next yeah right and 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 now we sort of talked about this a few months ago when i brought up the issue with crime junkies and the plagiarism scandal yeah where they like blatantly plagiarized other lesser-known podcasts right and which was wrong online which is wrong and the online uproar was so disproportionate right because if you think that my favorite mur- my favorite murder all they do is read off wikipedia yeah they don't they don't really do much research right i mean by design Most, show me any show me any true crime podcast where they cite sources there's, there's right. i know i think i know like one or two you have to dig to find the sources. You do. You know. 
Well, and there so, are lots of times, too, when you believe that you have found the source, right? And it turns out that it's not the original. And so that was um, not really the case <laughs> with <laughs> for crowd chucking. Like, the, the crowd chucking example was pretty egregious. However, yeah. <laughs> in the ensuing chaos over crime junkie, what happened uh, was that Sword and Scale snuck back in, right? Mike. Right. What's his name? Boudet? Boudet. Mike Boudet snuck back into Sword and Scale. (laughs) He decided he's not going to let the haters get him down. Uh, Because now the haters are going after Crime Junkie for plagiarizing, which is terrible. But, I mean, I would argue on the spectrum of crimes (laughs) is not as terrible (laughs) as sexually harassing women. Right. And... The reason why Crime Junkie paid, you know, there was such a groundswell of hate towards him. Sorry, I'm just going to say it's because they're women and because they're conventionally attractive and younger women. Yes, the plagiarism was wrong, but to see the the way people just wanted to ruin their lives. There was a level of glee and enthusiasm with that and with this, this Amy Klobuchar thing. It's like we're really very eager to go after our own in a way right. that confuses me very much <laughs> I, yeah. i'm all for taking down every last problematic person once we take down the worst ones you know what i mean like if the yeah. once the worst person left standing is jamila jamil then talk to me about <laughs> jamila jamil yeah yeah and that whole thing with jamila jamil and tracy egan morrissey is that her name um I'm not sure if that's the same person. I know it's I know Tracy Egan for sure, but I think Tracy, Tracy Morrissey. Morrissey might be someone else. Tracy No, I think it's can you look that up? Yeah. Um, Tracy Egan Morrissey. This, it, You're right, it's the same person. Okay. So Tracy Egan Morrissey compiled all this information about Jamila Jamil, uh, where Jamila Jamil does sort of contradict herself quite a bit and she does have a ton of dramas that go on and happen and she's followed by bees and she broke her right. she did this and oh i chipped my tooth and i still have it glued back in and which by the way i don't really know that you can do that but whatever i, mean, I don't I'm just gonna, i don't know <laughs> i don't know but just to they went after each other right and uh, like for the record i don't like jamila jamil just because I don't like anybody that <laughs> Oh, I thought you were stopping himself. there. <laughs> I just I, I shouldn't I just don't care for people who have to insert themselves into and, and share their opinions about things that are irrelevant to them. Okay. You know, when Jamila Jamil came out in defense of Ellen because Ellen was friends with George W. Bush, right. it was like, "Honey, sh- you have no this is not you don't go here this that is was, not a conversation yeah, that was a really good example of um a time when it was appropriate to call someone out <laughs> right like just shh, yeah you know please and somebody who constantly has something to say you know Alyssa milano chrissy Teigen's another one and i know they're all women <laughs> and woman hater we're gonna get mail um, I'm trying to, I know there's men that do this. I know. Oh, oh, well, he's not really famous, but, um, the guy from how to get away with murder. Okay. 
Yeah, he's another like one of those white feminist ally dudes who just lets you know with every post that he's a white feminist ally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm trying to think of men that are like this, but I can't stand it. In any case, these two women went at it. And while I, I think there's like I'm team nobody between Tracy Egan Morrissey and Jamila DeMille. Yeah, I agree with you that it's like, why are we? Who cares if this woman lies? Who cares? Right. <laughs> like, how does this right. affect the bigger picture? Yeah, I mean, the the takeaway seemed to be that people were accusing Jamil Jamil of allegedly, allegedly? having Munchausens, <laughs> which, if that were true, that's that's not grounds for call out. Like, that's really sad. <laughs> that's really sad, and it's not something to call out over. Yeah, if she's taking money for, like, a treatment, you know, like that blogger who claimed she had cancer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's one thing. <laughs> that's one thing. That's uh, not what, like, I, I, I don't know what the deal is with Jamila Jamil. She does seem to have a lot of drama in her life, and you know how I feel about people like that. She, so, she seems she, to have a good amount of drama. Yeah. So, yeah, she's somebody I probably wouldn't want anything to do with. But... I don't see, especially and Tracy Tracy Morrissey. If I'm remembering correctly, for some reason I remember Emily McCombs from Exo Jane writing an essay about being mean girled at a networking event by a Tracy from from Jezebel. Okay, hmm. that's one for remember. the Wayback Machine. That's one for the Wayback Machine, <laughs> and it was basically you know Emily walked up to her and. She was with, you know, she, it was definitely, it was very like Regina George surrounded by the plastics and everybody was really very, very cool towards Emily McCombs. Mm-hmm. And so Emily writes an essay about how she was mean girl and whatever. Fucking, who cares? I mean, I, I couldn't you kind of see that happening between Exo Jane staff and Jezebel? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I could, of course. I could because, yeah, because Exo Jane like was just so badly exploited women. Well, and, and they're, you know, they were more frivolous, right? Yeah. Jezebel, um, on occasion, will, will post something pretty insightful and journalistic, on occasion. Yeah. And on then occasion. sometimes they're like, give us dirt on Amy Klobuchar, because none of these men are problematic. Yeah. So, it it does seem like, if this is the same Tracy, it does seem like, she has a reputation for being kind of an asshole. Could be. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. <laughs> but, I mean, digging into Tracy Morrissey, I mean, she's said some problematic stuff. I think she was fired from Broadly for creating a hostile work environment. And oh, so wow. everybody involved sucks. Well, everybody sucks some of the time, I guess, is my point. So mm-hmm. I just, I, I really would like to see us stop going after our own and start i mean even just like i'm like i'm not even trying to do the whole like let's be nice to each other like we don't even have to be nice to each other i'm just saying some of these people are still useful to us (laughs) right like jamila jamil is still a useful ally to have Mm -hmm. so regardless of whether or not she's lying about this or that why are we trying to weaken our side like why are why are we going after our own that's what i don't understand 
Okay, so are you saying that when I go when I read these medium essays, I'm going after our own? Um, no, because you are typically engaging with ideas, not people. I mean, you will you'll definitely do research <laughs> and notice patterns, right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. this person writes a lot about trauma, or this person writes a lot about one person in particular. But, um. Yeah, for the for the most part, you definitely are talking about the ideas being wrong, not the people. Okay, yeah, I and this sort of goes back to what I was saying originally, which is a lot of the stuff that irks me. It's other women, <laughs> and and I like I have no problem saying Miles with a Y, Miles Scott, you are a douchebag. Right, fuck that guy. But when it comes to these other women, here I am, and I'm not naming them, and I'm not, it's because I don't want to be perceived as, oh, you're attacking other women, or you're just jealous, or it's right. just like, no, I just, I take issue, and I'm, and maybe I am jealous. Maybe I am jealous that some of these coaches are making more money than me as far as coaching goes. Maybe I do feel frustrated, um, but I don't want to be perceived as trying to tear another woman down as much as I want to be, as much as I'm saying, why like why are you paying why would you do this why would you pay somebody like this yeah you know i'm i'm more frustrated at the behavior and not so much the person themselves because the person themselves i mean anybody can be anybody on the internet yeah well that's i think that's what i just said right. <laughs> you're not really you're going after the behavior yeah you're going after the behavior in any case yeah so I don't know. I just, I don't like this idea that when we speak up and when we speak out about other women that we're being bullies, though. Well, I don't either. Um, And like I said, I am more than happy to take down everybody problematic. I will, I will engage with you all (laughs) when Jamila Jamil is the worst person left standing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But before then. I'm going to focus on some of the worst ogres out here trying to ruin life for everybody else. Right. Yeah. And scene. I agree with you. Uh, are there any points from that article that you wanted to really get into? Um, the They did mention by name Coco Chanel and Margaret Sanger, Ooh. who I think are, yeah. um, are interesting examples. Um, particularly Margaret Sanger, because... I get I get into some fights with my um, there aren't a lot of them but I do have a few right wing leaning family members who mm-hmm. try to tell me that Planned Parenthood is evil because Margaret Sanger is evil and that's just not that's nope that's not it <laughs> explain explain who Margaret Sanger um, is so, so Margaret Sanger was one of the founders of Planned Parenthood and um, Planned Parenthood if you are unaware has been around quite a long time started in the 1800s mm-hmm. and she really thought that birth control was important for women's liberation because as long as women could control when they became pregnant um they had you know they had a measure of control over their own lives the problem with her is she also believed in eugenics so uh obviously she's a problematic figure but on the whole she's she definitely I mean, her legacy is not to be discounted. I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to bury the eugenics piece. She did believe in eugenics. That's obviously wrong. Um, but you to just take her out of context in that way and say like, oh well, Planned Parenthood in the year 2020 is evil because 
Margaret Sanger was evil in the year 18 whatever it just right. it doesn't really work yeah it's not an argument no doesn't doesn't work um same same for Chanel you know if you don't know <laughs> Coco <laughs> Chanel um well she's not German so she's not a Nazi herself but she did date a Nazi officer um mm-hmm. and she seemed she's pretty okay with it yeah <laughs> Um, yeah. she was Nazi adjacent. She was, she was Nazi sympathetic, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, again, Chanel now obviously is not owned by Coco Chanel, right? It's not owned, as far as I know, by anyone anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just important because a lot of her, a lot of her life story tends to be glamorized as like, oh, she's this feminist icon and she made ladies wear suits and she did those things but also also she was a nazi so also she was kind of a nazi (laughs) um yeah i i i was i have to say i was pretty shocked i didn't know about the the chanel coco chanel backstory yeah well i I mean it's not good for their brand (laughs) you know they don't they don't put it up front and i understand that (laughs) it's not a front of the house yeah uh type of thing that they lead with gotcha yeah, so I, I don't know. I think it's just a line that we have to straddle all the time about... I like, just why, really I, would like us to focus through November. If we could just hone in on taking down the worst people mm-hmm. until we have, that'd be great for me. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. Like the guy from Office Space. Yeah. Could you come in on Monday? That'd be great. <laughs> I really like I I realize that saying this is very it's very white feminist of me like well let me just put aside some people's pain and deal with the most people's pain but like really when Jamila Jamil's the worst person <laughs> then talk to me about Jamila Jamil until then right. I'm gonna be focusing on some of these other more insidious more terrible people got it any final thoughts? That's it. That's it. Don't buy Chanel. She's a Nazi. Okay. Uh, we are going to move on to a dating question, people. And this one comes from a guy. Okay. Oh, oh Jay. Poor Jay. He doesn't understand why nothing ever seems to work out for him. Right. Uh, I'm pulling it up. Hold on. Boop, boop, bee, doop. So my cat is becoming Nunzio, the cat that the farsa cat is becoming far more um, affectionate. I'm I excited. have seen that. That's great. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Okay, so Jay asks, I want to discuss a trend that I have noticed recently. I'll start with an actual example. First, I am 31 and single and male, never married, no kids, and live in Boston. I work as a software engineer and am in a master's program part-time. I'd say that I am at least average on the look scale, nothing glaringly wrong in that department. So all in all, I'd say that I'm a catch. I don't mean this in an arrogant way, just that I don't think there's anything major preventing me from finding a relationship. Okay. I was, okay. Will you, will you want me to stop? <laughs> nope. Just, okay. just being supportive. <laughs> I was seeing a woman for a few months. She's 31. Also, I met her online. I'd say we enjoyed our time together. We had some differences. For example, she is a bit more introverted than I am, but I saw real potential in her. 
I wasn't sure if I would it would work out, but I did like her. Last night, she suggested we just continue as friends. In her words, I like spending time with you. I feel like you get me. You're a really good, great guy, but the romantic chemistry is just not there. I asked for more feedback just to make sure there was nothing I was missing. She reiterated that I didn't do anything wrong. It just wasn't there. A friend of mine wondered if there may have been another guy, and I really don't think there was. So here's the thing. I'm not upset, and she's entitled to feel that way, but... <laughs> <laughs> I am starting to see this as a pattern in in my dating life. I don't understand how anyone can say, I like spending time with you, you get me, but it's just not there. What else can one expect after two months of dating? I want to preempt any of the comments that people usually give to men. I did make physical overtures, but didn't push too hard. I was confident and showed myself. We took it slow physically, primarily because it was discussed right up front. In general, I can't think of a single thing I regret in my actions. I really believe her when she says that it's simply a lack of romantic connection. Okay. But my question concern vent is more along the lines of, are my expectations different than women's? And if so, whose expectations are more reasonable? I mean this open and honestly. Sometimes I think people are holding out for a gush of chemistry and sparks. And frankly, I'm not sure that's a reasonable expectation. In my view, romantic feelings come with time and shared experiences. Okay. Okay. All right. Thoughts, Sarah? Um, well, I think that um, perhaps he does have different expectations than women. <laughs> it sounds like he does, right? Right. I'm, I'm kind of getting the feeling from him that he doesn't try that hard because he, he doesn't believe in the spark and the chemistry thing, which is fine. I, I mean, we've talked about how butterflies are just nerves right and they're actually probably not a great sign right so i think that's perfectly fine but doesn't doesn't it just seem like he just didn't try that hard <laughs> to wow her uh no uh, it, it seems to me like he he wasn't into her either but because he wants a girlfriend he stuck it out well, I guess you know. that's what I mean. He kind of, he was like, well, I don't understand. I'm, I'm going along to get along. Nothing major is wrong here. Like, why don't, why don't we just keep going? And then in the beginning, he says um, that thing about like, well, she broke up with me, even though I don't think she found anyone else. It's like people can break up before they've found someone else. Like there's, there are reasons not to date someone aside from wanting to date someone else. Right. Um, I don't know. It just, it definitely seems like, like you said, he wasn't really feeling it either. Probably didn't put in that much effort and then was like, oh, why wasn't she impressed by me? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it, it's kind of like someone being upset that they, uh, someone they didn't like anyway ghosted them. Yeah. I mean, I you wonder know, if he thought that he was more of a catch than her. Maybe that's what this is about. Maybe he's yeah, like, I don't know. Are you breaking up with me? I I feel like, you know, we've talked, like you said, we've talked about sparks and chemistry. And uh, for me, and I'll use this most recent date. I had, I had a date uh, last week. Mm -hmm. And nice guy mm -hmm. texted me the next day. Um, but I did not feel a spark. And I don't need, like, I don't need fireworks. I don't need rapport. I don't need any of that. I just need potential. I need that tiny glimmer right. of potential. And it just wasn't there for me. And I think 
as we get older and the more we date, the quicker we know what works for us. Yeah, that may be. And a woman who's 31 years old or in their early 30s, maybe they want a relationship and they want to settle down and they want to have kids by a certain age. And they've decided, I'm not wasting my time here. If I yeah. know this isn't going anywhere, I'm I'm cutting bait. Well, that's and what sounds like happened. Yeah. Yeah. It and sounds he like that keeps happening. Right. And I think that's part of the reason why this keeps happening is because he's dating women who have figured out, yeah, this, I'm on a timetable. I know what I want. I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah. So one. maybe and the I'm, answer is just, this is dating. <laughs> what this you're is experiencing dating. is dating. Right. And, but don't, he's trying to negate her experience and trying to say that she was being too quick to dismiss him. It's like, dude, it's two months. Right either it's there or it's not right and you know that fairly quickly and so he thinks that she reacted sort of too too quickly and i don't think she did at all well uh, but i think this comes back to different expectations right Mm -hmm. because it seems he seems like the kind of person who would stay in that relationship out of convenience until something Mm -hmm. better came along right because in like which I get. I mean, companionship, maybe sex, someone to hang out with a couple nights a week. If there's no reason, right, in air quotes, like, mm-hmm. all right, maybe stay together until there is. But in this case, you had different expectations. So if you can find a woman who agrees with that point of view, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe you guys will hit it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it just it just sounds like she was a person who wasn't who didn't want to spend time on like being in a um a relationship for now yeah yeah and i definitely got a vibe from him that that's who he is that he's like well it'll do for now you yeah. know it's nice to have a girlfriend and it's nice to have right. somebody but i also think that it really throws men when a woman's like eh, I'm, I'm cool by myself <laughs> i think that is confusing to him yes <laughs> I, I really think that men are like, wait a minute, but you're supposed to be needy and not want to be alone. Right. I don't know. Is this 2009 or is it 2020 where we're like, oh, fuck that guy. I am so much happier. <laughs> well, and just this is just anecdotal. Like, I don't I don't have any data. But in my experience, most of the people I've ever met who hop from one relationship to the next have been men. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I know, I know both. I know both, but I know fewer women now. I knew a lot more when I was younger. Yeah, I don't see it as often now. And you know, one of the things that kind of didn't work for me at the, on this date was I definitely got the feeling from this guy that you know he had just broken up with someone like three months earlier, and oh, okay. Yeah, I just felt like, oh, this this guy wants a girlfriend. This guy wants a relationship. Yeah. He wants the companionship. He and and that's fine. It's not like he was, he wasn't being pushy in any way or like weird. It was just something I picked up on. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I'm so comfortable being by myself that I'm okay saying no. Yeah. And I, you know, even my my sister who I was speaking to the other night, she said, you know, do you, 
like, do you want to be with anybody? And I said, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And she's like, well, don't you like want to be with somebody, you know, as you get older? And I, I just thought, I don't, I don't think about it like that. I just. Well, and also, I, I mean, that's when men die. <laughs> right. That's when men die. But I also. Don't you, don't you want to take care of somebody as they age into age? death? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Not really. It, 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 it seems to surprise a lot of people that I'm very, I'm very content being by myself. Too yeah. much so, which is why I try to force myself and socialize and get out there. Um, but I don't know. I don't feel compelled to date. I don't feel that. Yeah. And I think when men encounter women with that sort of mindset, I think it really throws them <laughs> Well, especially if if they're like this guy who who says if I'm attracted to somebody and there are no major deal breakers, that's good enough for me to continue. Right. <laughs> oh, if only it could, it could be that easy. <laughs> I mean, I, I so I mean back to the question of whose expectations are more reasonable. I, I think you you just got to find someone who agrees with you on this right approach. Yeah, it wasn't that girl, which is fine. Right. Or you need to do some soul searching and ask yourself, are you dating anybody who shows a, a, a modicum of interest because you would rather be dating somebody than not dating somebody? And if that's the case, you have to figure out why that is. That That's really something you're going to want to get to the root of before you get into a, a relationship. <laughs> well, for me, this is very self-explanatory because relationships, again, just to, just to generalize, are pretty great for men. <laughs> <laughs> To reiterate, <laughs> uh, relationships good, men. Yeah, I mean, pr- they're pretty great for men, right? Like, generally, if you're in, like, a long-term relationship, you have somebody doing a lot of planning for you, mm-hmm. right? Like, your yeah. a lot of your meal planning is done. Maybe she cleans up after you. Not because you make her, because I know you wouldn't do that. <laughs> But it's it's just a social conditioning thing, you know? Like, we can't... We just... This is just how a lot of women are in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's how some women show love, right? Like, some people uh, will perform acts of service as their love language. So, so, anyway, yeah. I mean, generally, it is pretty great, I think, probably, to be a, a dude in a relationship. Because you can kind of just go along with it. <laughs> Yeah. And I, yeah, some people can. They're like, yeah, this is fine. It's not, you know, it's not great. It's not awful. But, you know, I want kids or I want that or, yeah. I, I don't know. I just think more and more women are choosing to be alone. I think so too. And I, I think that is, like you said, I think that's what's throwing him here because it sounds like they liked each other, right? They liked mm-hmm. each other enough to hang out for two months. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in his mind, he's like, well, what's, What's the problem? <laughs> well, it's just, it's not good enough. It's good. It's just not good enough. Right. And it, and either it's going to be what I want or I'm going to be alone. Right. And I think, yeah. And I think men are, are, are used to women taking what they can because right. they, they hate being alone. And dear Jay, we're cool with being alone now. Yeah, some of us. <laughs> some of us. A lot of us. A lot of More us. and more of us every day, Jay. Right. Right. But the good news is, if you want someone 
<laughs> who just wants to be in a relationship, and that's good enough. Them. Yeah. There are lots of those, too. Yep. Yeah. Or you could step up, but we wouldn't want you to hurt yourself there, Jay. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I kind of got the impression that this guy is uh, kind of underwhelming to date. <laughs> you know what Jay could do? Yeah, exactly. But you know what Jay should try? What? Making an effort? Uh, well, that and <laughs> day gaming. That's what Jay could try. Day gaming. Do you want to explain to people what day gaming is, Sarah? Oh, uh, so I I found an article about day gaming in Refinery29 last week. Um, it's like the game, which was that, that pickup artist thing, that system that men were using. I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe they were using it. Uh, about a decade ago where... They would do things like negging to, um, you know, make women like make women work for your approval by negging them, and that kind of thing. So it's it's still that system, but um, in response to men, um, you know, in in light of things like Me Too, <laughs> um, men are becoming more self aware, I guess, and they discovered that um, after sunset, women become afraid of men. So they switched the day, or they switched the game to the day. So now they're yeah. game. Yeah. So now they're approaching you on the street. Which, yeah. for the record, any gentlemen that are listening to this, don't do that. Well, it's probably because not work. it's not going to work. And nobody, male or female, during the day, if it's during the day, we're probably and we're on the street, we're probably going somewhere. Get the fuck out of my way. I Get out of my way. Absolutely, I promise you that any woman who responds. It's because she's uncomfortable. Right. It's sort of out of fear. It's that sort of nervous laughter. And these day gamers go on to Twitter and they brag about their stats, which I'm convinced are made up. Probably. Especially since that one guy, Roosh V, lives in his mom's basement. <laughs> he, li- he lives <laughs> in his mom's basement. He's a literal troll. <laughs> okay. He's he's a literal fucking troll. <laughs> yeah, Stop to, be, taking advice. to be clear, the problem isn't that he lives in his mom's basement, but no, it is. But, but that he's terrible. <laughs> yes, well, that too. He does advocate for rape on certain properties. He thinks it should be legal. He's just awful. Yeah. So this whole idea that oh well it works better if we do it in the morning and it's just something it's to approach women on the street or on the way you know and the, the article is talking it's talking about how this is is common in london hmm. i've never heard of it here i've never heard of it period yeah uh, but i would strongly urge men not to approach women on the street yeah i would too <laughs> because it's just upsetting mm-hmm. and and they're busy. And they're busy and they don't have time for your bullshit. Yeah. And I guarantee you, like, you, even if, I, I have to say, even if a guy was super, super good looking, I think women would, most women would be wary yeah. of any man that approached him on the street. Yes. You know, they're not that way on Tinder think, because they have no idea where they're being catfished, like half these Instagram accounts. But in real life, if a really good guy approached them, and it's not not normally who they date. That's even they... more intimidating. Right, right. It's scary. <laughs> it really so, would be. <laughs> and I can hear police sirens in the background. Sarah, is that you? Or is that me? Uh, I, do that I don't hear them. Is it? 
Yeah, somebody's getting day games. <laughs> <laughs> always. Oh, you always manage to come up with some of the best stuff. This is going to be my line of the show. Somebody's getting... <laughs> oh, sorry for the snorting. So, yeah, um, had a date. It was lovely. I lasted about an hour and 15 minutes. That's perfect. Uh, and got home by quarter of eight, which is perfect for me. Uh, having a lot of problems with my foot, so I was in boots. Mm. So that made it hard to get around, so I was in a lot of pain. But it was fine. It was nice. But I need to keep I keep going back out there. One day, Like, one date's great. I will say that I'm meeting men in the dog park, in the dog run. During the day? <laughs> they're, they're day dog gaming me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, they are dog gaming you. <laughs> they're dog gaming me. Um, <laughs> well, they're not really a thing. Roosh, right. call me. <laughs> beep, boop, 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 boop. Hey, Sarah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know if they're available. They're not asking me out, but they're talking to me, and I'm realizing, okay, there's potential here. There's, I'd rather, you know, there's, there's, I have to remember that there are men out in the real world too. Yeah, not just on my phone. Yeah, but one of those men is a guy. He's a doorman at one of the buildings that I go okay. to where I pick up my Kona. Kona Kona, I call her. Mm-hmm. And the flirtation started innocently enough. Um, and then one day I was wa- a couple weeks. I was walking by the building. I have another dog that I walk on the same block, and he was standing. <laughs> he was standing at the glass window uh-huh. looking at me, <laughs> and he put his fingers to his lips and like kissed his fingers and and did that yeah I, and i meet inside i'm like it was like an internal scream I'm like oh my god <laughs> and then yesterday or saturday or sunday i got there and he was like good morning beautiful I'm like, uh, <laughs> like yeah. oh no you know like oh no i don't want to deal with this i don't want to deal with this it's too much it's too much Crossed it's creepy over. Yeah. Yeah, it's creepy. It's and he seems really nice. You know, and I, I don't know. I don't know Do how I'm going to deal with that. Do you think he's older than you? No, he's my age. Oh, right. He might actually be a couple years younger than me. Okay. That's the only time that's that I can overlook that. Like it's still not great, but I I can forgive men who are a little bit older thinking like, "Oh, women like this." As long as yeah. it doesn't cross over into like gross and lascivious, you know. Yeah, we're 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 tap dancing on that line now. We are. <laughs> we're tap dancing we on that. Um. Okay. So, and got anything else, Sarah? Any final thoughts? How's your life? Did we talk about this in the beginning? Life is fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I started talking about it. Yeah, we had a couple, uh, a couple false starts. So. It's on the cutting room floor, but I'll talk to you after if you want. Huh. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to, don't okay. mean to tease, you, tease the listeners. It's all right. Um, it's if, all I, right. if I wanted all my stuff on the internet, I'd be an influencer, you know? Oh, my God. Do you hear that plane? No. You don't hear that? No. How did, how did you... Oh, you didn't hear the police siren either, did you? You no. just assumed it was me. Okay. Well, people, thank you for listening. Please send us letters. Go to womenologypod.com or buffsandbrainiacs.com. Uh, follow us on the things, Womenology Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Please leave us five-star ratings on iTunes. Sarah, can you explain why that's so important? Yes. 
it helps people <laughs> find us. <laughs> helps people find us. There yeah. you go. So, so if, you, if you go to iTunes and you are searching for a subject like feminism, basically iTunes is going to pull up the podcast with the most ratings first. Yeah. Yeah. So please do that. Yeah. Please, please, please. I think most people listen on Spotify, though. That's the thing. Oh, really? Interesting. Spotify and SoundCloud. Yeah. Well, I usually link to SoundCloud in okay. my promotions. So there's, there you go. Other people, send us letters. Don't day game. Get on. Stay away from. Get on your Apple Podcasts. <laughs> and stay away from Miles with a Y. Oh, Scott. God. Miles Scott, cult leader. And uh, go be an influencer. Go follow. Go follow us on Instagram. Chase that dream. <laughs> Chase that dream, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.